0: Hello, welcome to another edition of Monaco Books Weekly for the week of May 26th, 2023. Uh, my name is Alex Mack, and I got another great episode for you this week. Uh, we are going to uh, go through the uh, pop culture feeds and the sports feeds uh, as usual, that's on the uh, Max Books Publishing uh, Discord, as well as reviews for the uh, book. We Traveled the Spaceways by Victor Lavelle, as well as a review for the movie Dungeons & Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. And please remember to check out the pod on uh, every uh, streaming platform out there. Uh, We're available on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, Audible, Amazon Music, uh, iHeartRadio, and uh, pretty much everywhere else you can uh, stream podcasts. So, uh, stop by, uh, rate the podcast, and uh, give us a follow. Uh, That'd be excellent. Also, stop by the uh, YouTube channel uh, called Maniacal Tube. Uh, Subscribe to the channel, uh, like some of the videos. That'll be a great help. As well as the uh, Maxbooks Publishing YouTube channel. And while you're at it, just stop by uh, Maxbooks Pubs on uh, pretty much all the socials uh, to stay up to date for uh, all the. Breaking news and latest releases for both um, max books publishing and maniacal books okay and now with that out of the way let's get back to the show okay so actually we can just go straight to the uh, straight to the feeds there's, there's a lot uh, happening this week there's a lot of news just a, a ton of things going on this week in uh, the world of pop culture and uh, <clears throat> first and foremost um, it was breaking news today uh, that i'm recording that uh tina turner uh passed away today which uh god it's a, a huge blow um I, she's been an icon my entire life she's been a queen a legend and an icon like my entire life and um yeah it's, it's a pretty mo- pretty sad day pretty uh sad occasion so um yeah you know rest in peace to to tina turner it's just one of a kind entertainer you know they'll they'll never be another another liker and uh yeah just rest in peace you know godspeed so um <clears throat> yeah i mean that's just kind of a downer you know that i just saw that uh today you know getting out getting home from work and so you know that 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 was a blow but um yeah other than that uh, uh sony uh had their uh, state of play i believe is the name of it um for uh you know the since there is no e3 uh anymore everybody's just kind of just dropping off these these huge um just hour hour and a half long streams of uh you know game trailers and and things of that nature for uh, everything coming out and um there was a there was a lot of drops for this year actually which was um that was a surprise um i'm i'm used to you know all the the e3 stuff for like the the summer kind of games like brain dumps that all these companies kind of uh drop on on youtube and and whatnot nowadays as um you know stuff coming out in like two two to three years uh, down the line but pretty much everything that was uh that they showed was like for 2023 or or 2024 which was a shock especially like all the the major games it seems like all had like a 2023 releases which is crazy but um so like this yeah there's a ton of stuff that that uh you know came out just around the the state of play and so like my pop culture feed is just it's just full like it's just a bunch of stuff just kept popping up whatever it's it's just stuff full i can't i'm I'm not even going to get into like everything but but one of the the big uh video game news we had uh even earlier in the week was uh Mortal Kombat another uh, realm studios i believe they're still called Realm Studios if Warner Brothers didn't just kind of just like buy up everything and just uh name <coughs> just put their stamp on like the whole studio now like they did with uh, Rocksteady i believe but um yeah so uh, they they're rebooting Mortal Kombat i guess i we're, we're going back to Mortal Kombat 1 and uh yeah they even gave a release date for that for um september 19th of this year which i mean again it was just it was it's kind of crazy to think like all these major games coming out like this year and it's just like i i'm i'm kind of tapping out already i'm, I'm not going to be able to i'm not going to have the cash to buy all these games and i'm, I'm just not going to have the time to play them <laughs> so i mean it's a lot of these I probably won't even get to till like this time next year. Like I haven't even I haven't gotten um any of the big games this year. Like the Star Wars game, Hogwarts, uh it's um like a lot of stuff I just haven't gotten to yet. Um maybe maybe later on this year again with a third, maybe. But I don't know. We'll see. Um but uh it's, it was very enjoyable. Like, I, there were a lot of things in there, a lot of good uh, surprises that I, I didn't think was in there or had no idea was was going to be a thing. Um, most of all, the the Metal Gear reboot—they're doing, they're uh, redoing Snake Eater, which was great. I was like, oh, at first, I'm like, wait, they they can't possibly be doing another Metal Gear. But then I saw the Snake Eater, they started playing the Snake Eater theme, and then uh like the logo came up there and i'm like ah okay okay cool that's that's gonna be pretty pretty rad um and uh the the other notables is of course like street fighter 6 final fantasy 16 both coming out in june uh in in just a few weeks and uh what was the other one that uh Alan wake 2 was uh something that i was i was very kind of shocked shocked at and kind of giddy about and it looks really good too it looks like a um like this kind of like netflix series almost um but remedy remedy that's kind of remedy's mo alan wake 2 was a huge surprise for me i i heard i had heard um you know like kind of news about you know them working on alan wake 2 oh man probably back in like 2020 maybe maybe 2021 or something like that, but um, I totally forgot about it, totally put it out my mind, and uh, you know, just to see that they are like it's, it's pretty much coming out this year. I think, I believe it said October at the end of this, and man, I was, yeah, I was really surprised, really can't wait to play this. Like, I'm, I was saying earlier, I, I won't. I probably won't be able to afford all of these games or have the time to play them, but I would, (laughs) think of my guy, Uh, I would definitely make room for, for, for Islandwick too, like there's, there's like two things that they showed that I'm like, yes, I am going to try my best to buy those like day one and I'm definitely going to be playing playing that in between like working and writing and, and all that good There's stuff. So yeah, and this <clears throat> like remedies kind of MO with all of their games, like control and even uh the, the well actually I guess you can this is technically the third Alan Wake game. Um but they they're kind of like their style and how they make games is very episodic, very much kind of like a Netflix series, you know? And so yeah, this this looks pretty dope. October seventeenth can't wait for this so yeah this this probably be a day one for me i was very surprised that they were actually doing um because at first when it came up i thought they they can't possibly be doing another metal gear solid game like you know just kojima even know about this you know what i mean but but when the first day they actually started playing the um the theme song for snake eater uh, you know, and then and then like the logo came up, and it was like, ah, okay, okay, got it. So th- they're doing a remake, which is which is kind of cool. Metal Gear 3 isn't exactly my favorite <laughs> of, of, of the series, but I, d- I definitely would uh, go through and play like a remake from it. Um, just and just as a refresher too. But uh, yeah, it was it was pretty dope. But the thing I was uh, kind of mostly. Uh, shocked at is that they they're also kind of redoing like the whole series like they're doing they're remaking uh, Metal Gear 1 through 3 it looks like and I, I kind of can't wait for that <clears throat> So yeah, this this is huge this this was pretty huge uh, I was not expecting that <laughs> you know it was it kind of came out I didn't even hear any news or anything about this happening or coming out or anything so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pretty excited about this I'll get to it eventually I don't know if it'll be like a uh, this definitely won't be like a day one purchase but I just, I'm pretty sure I'll, I'll get around to this one. Oh, and so another thing that kind of uh, surprised me on here that came way out of left field was uh, a marathon from Bungie so which I believe is Bungie's like very first game uh, before they they did Halo, was um, this this game that was on Apple, I, I believe that was called uh, Marathon, uh, first person shooter like sci-fi first person shooter. is basically the the archetype uh, that they built Halo on, and so yeah, yeah. So they kind of been working on this, which explains why uh, the Lightfall was was pretty light <laughs> as a DLC in retrospect. Because I guess they were kind of like trying to work on destiny at the same time as working on like the uh remake of marathon and so looks pretty decent looks pretty good um it's a shooter from Bungie, so yeah i'm, I'm definitely going to check it out uh and i think this was a 2023 release as well so yeah i'm uh, i'm looking forward to it right it, it looks looks really cool looks really good and yeah Kinda can't wait. Is, is there, did they have a date on this, or is it just like, nah, just no date. On. Nah, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, the next big one for that I saw on here was, yeah. So uh, they actually ended the, uh, the state of play with this one, Uh Spider-Man two, and yeah, this. I mean, this looks, looks good. Slow. I... I Okay. Full disclosure, I haven't even played the first Spider-Man yet. <laughs> um, but uh, it's not not that they're on PC. I'm definitely going to get into it. But again, my, my back catalog is it's crazy. Um, I probably should play that before I play like you know, Hogwarts and, and uh, all the, the stuff that came out this year. The, the new Star Wars game. But yeah, it has a Craven the Hunter, and this one that's the 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 big baddie. I guess and uh, yeah so I now I'm not you might have to catch me up on this one since again I didn't play the the first two I the symbiote spider suit is in this one uh, as well as with the uh, miles Morales spider-man in this. Uh, yeah there's the symbiote spider I, I didn't think that was in the game but I again I haven't, I haven't played them so I mean, they kind of—he just kind of shows up in the in the trailer, just kind of like, yeah, this is a thing. So, um, yeah, that looks that looks crazy. That looks cool. I can't wait to play this. And I would since the other two are on the the PC now, like I, I probably would wait for this to drop on the PC, which probably might not be until next year. But again, my back the long. is crazy. That it, it wasn't me. Me um, now, the <clears throat> so I did say there were two games that I would definitely be playing, like day one, and the, the the next one is probably be the last one that uh, I kind of like highlight here will we'll definitely be go, go, the go. the one that uh, I would pay like day one and and play King it, and comes. plus this is like the, the one I'm the really most excited about, which is uh, Dragon's Dogma 2, which. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I just like I I got a little giddy on this one. This this is if I'm a huge huge into RPGs, like I love fantasy. It's like I'm I'm a sucker for like high fantasy, and yeah, Dragon's Dogma. I just for the first one I played the demo on the PlayStation Three, like way back on the PlayStation Three, and liked it. Said "Ah, okay, I'll give it a shot. I did. Like is a strong word. I thought, okay, it's okay, it's decent. If I find it on sale, I'll pick it up. But eventually, um, like years after that, got it on Steam. It was on sale on Steam. Played it, and it took it took me a while to kind of like get into it, get into the mechanics, get it like go, get my head around that whole like pawn system they have in here. But uh, once once I got it though, man, this became one of my favorite. Games ever, definitely one of my favorite RPGs, like right behind a uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. Uh Yeah, I I love this game. I cannot wait for Dragon Age Two to come out. Unfortunately, they did not have a a date on this one, though I I don't believe. But yeah, see, there's no date, but it's it's coming. It's a thing. Like whenever whenever this drops, I am I am there. I am there day one so um yeah i can't wait for that okay so now that with that done that brings us back to the feed (laughs) um again it was a ton of stuff that happened there um yeah we we went over the world combat one right here um you know which i'm kind of confused i is that luke king or is that raiden i i'm that that kind of threw me for a loop because i wasn't now again once again you know, I bought MK11, but I, I don't think I even downloaded it to Time my PlayStation to 4, <laughs> you know. I don't reality. even have a PlayStation 4 anymore, so, uh, I don't know, whenever whenever I get a, a PS5, I'll probably be able to download it and play it again in from uh, the PSN. Era, the but, yeah, this, I kind of want to go through the story on this and see uh, what's, what's going on, because... I'm not sure what's happening with that. Is that like is that is Luke the new rating? Like, I don't know, or the rating with a facelift. Yes, I don't know what's crazy, but yeah, it's good old Mortal Kombat, the gratuitous violence, um you know the kind of like Eastern culture influence, the Nether God. Realm. Yeah, I love it. I've been playing it since ninety three. So yeah, I love it. Can't wait to play this one. Yep. Yep. We don't want to combat. There we go. Alright, next on the feed. As you know, there's so much on here. I'm, I'm not gonna go too much further with this because this is it's a lot, but um all right, report on the feed. Uh, entire class of college students almost failed over false AI acquisitions. This is, this is 2023. <laughs> this is reported by Kotaku. Um, a class of seniors at a Texas university almost had their diplomas rejected. Whoa. And graduation rescinded, all because of a professor reportedly used chat GPT to falsely determine the students' final essays were written by artificial intelligence. Wow, that's a thing now. I, so I guess teachers are going to start uh, like putting in their, like, their, uh, re- the reports or the questions in chat GPT to, just to see like who is just blatantly copying and pasting or just being like really lazy <laughs> uh, educators at large have have differing thoughts on AI but all of them have to contend with the reality that students have access to the technology in a Rolling Stone report students at Texas a and University hey, Texas A&M really? why y'all doing doing my uh, HBCU like that. Uh, C- Commerce were told on May 16th that their final papers were getting failing grade. Dr. Jared Mum, a professor at the school's Agricultural Sciences and Natural Resources program, decided to run the final papers he received through an artificial intelligence chatbot known as ChatGPT, uh, believing that it would help him find out if the students enlisted the help of the software to write them. Uh, unfortunately, because Chat chat GPT can't discern the difference between artificial and original thought the AI chatbot claimed it pinned every single paper <laughs> I mean, oh the nerve the nerve of this AI but I, hey that's that, that, that should that should let us all know that when the AI becomes fully active becomes fully sentient, Yeah, it's just the goal just the unmitigated goal of just like yeah, I run all this this all me This all me I did all this You ain't did nothing you got that all this you got for me Skynet Uh, An alien versus predator anime wasn't just approved it was finished (laughs) Whoa, okay, will we ever see it? well this is being reported from comicbook.com this is crazy like there's an anime there's an avp anime alright aliens and predators have been at war for quite some time this is a fact Uh, while the franchise did receive two films there were two films there were two avp i didn't know there was two only remember the the one with uh, Sanaa lathan i don't remember the other one uh, there have been countless comics, novels, and merchandise that, um, video games too, <laughs> that has pit the xenomorphs against the technology advanced hunters. While there has never been an anime that sees these two properties going head to head, you might be surprised to learn that not only was an animated series approved, but it was finished and remains unseen by fans to this day. So just sitting in a vault somewhere? A uh, former Fox executive, Joshua Izzo, recently took the opportunity to chat with Podcast Perfect Organism, okay, revealing the shocking info that not only had an Aliens vs. Predators animated series been approved, but it was also finished and simply hadn't been released to the public as of yet. Here's how Izzo described when the project was originally going to be released and just how long it had been trapped inside the vault uh this was going to be initially released on alien day alien day that's a thing on alien day in 2016 jeez that was the plan now what what happened (laughs) no he did not no he did not hit us with the what had happened was so what what had happened was though right uh as we were going forward Ridley came back to Fox and said, I want to make another Alien movie. This was going to be Covenant. And Shane came back and said, I want to make a Predator movie, which was going to be uh, The Predator. AVP as a brand was something that was frowned upon at the time at Fox because those movies underperformed. And meanwhile, the intellectual property, just those words put together, Aliens versus Predator, was a consumer product and a publishing perspective still worked. That's, that's, man, I swear, execs are the, how are they, how do they get that position? They do the dumbest damn things, like, there will always be room and the audience for any AVP thing, like, that's, we, we love it, if, if you don't, if they didn't know, yet, yeah, we love it, any, any AVP you put out, we, we will consume it, hope, and hope it's good, but, yes, we AVP, we we love it. We're we're down for it. We're always down for more AVP. God God almighty. How do you become a studio exec these days? This is... It's crazy. All right. Also on the feed, uh, Futurama's Hulu revival has shared first looks with the new trailer. Welcome back, Planet Express. Uh, This is reported on by ComicBook.com. Yeah, I am... I've always... uh, love Futurama. It's kind of become like a comfort food for me. You know, when I'm like super depressed, super distressed or whatever. It's like I put that on and it's like, yeah, I love Futurama. I've, I've been watching it ever since 1999 when it premiered. And yeah, more Futurama. Awesome. Love it. Keep it coming. July 24th on Hulu. Cannot wait so yeah that's that's a good thing good feels good feels for that i can use all the good feels i can get right now uh epic game store will now pay you back for buying games <laughs> okay i'm i'm listening It's reported on by kotaku uh, what are they playing? Uh, the Epic Game Store is rolling out a new <clears throat> Epic Rewards program to give players 5% cash back on PC gaming purchases. Mm, okay, not bad. Whether it's in-game purchases like Fortnite V-Bucks or big blockbusters like Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Why are they giving you cash back on like um, uh, V-Bucks and like all that, um, what do you call that? Like Battle Pass Crap that they sell nowadays, okay. Uh the new policy is essentially a discount on everything you buy through Epic's competitor to Steam. Uh everyone who has an Epic game store account is automatically enrolled and the savings are deposited in the players' accounts after 14 days. I don't know why it takes two weeks? Uh, the points after which it's no longer possible to refund the game. Ah, uh, okay. Alright yeah that part is kind of silly i agree yeah like what why but the rest is clear attempt to by the company to try and make its pc gaming hub i'm sorry a more attractive platform on which to build up a games library a nintendo has a similar rewards program do they wait nintendo gives you points back i didn't know that but yeah okay sounds good i'm still not installing epic game store on my pc because uh, i got steam I, I don't need it uh are we okay what else is on the feed Are we done with the feed i think the pop culture feed and hold on there might be a couple more in here but it again it's been so much so much happening this week that um oh, here's another one that yeah it's just it's just stuff this is jam-packed uh dragon ball and gundam were bandai's name Bandai Namco's top anime sellers for 2022. That's are you kidding me? Like that doesn't even sound right. <laughs> um, it was reported on by ComicBook.com. Wait, hold on. How is that possible? Like this, like two of the oldest Gundam definitely is one of the oldest running anime series like ever, and Dragon Ball. Like people still watch Dragon Ball Super like that. I don't know. Bandai Namco has been the premier spot for some of the biggest anime merchandise in recent years. That okay, so just selling, selling shirts, toys, gunpla kits, which I have, I have a bunch of them. I, I love, I love gunpla, I love it. Um, I build them. It's yeah, it's biggest stress release. I need some more. I can't afford more. But yeah, um, so okay, the merchandise makes sense because yeah. Dragon Ball merchandise will always move and yeah Gundams, the Gunpla will always move. So, all right, that that kind of makes sense now. Uh with several anime franchises taking the opportunity to create a wide variety of merchandise from statues, action figures, plastic models, and many other items, the company has revealed what two anime properties have risen to the top. Dragon Ball and Mobile Suit Gundam. Have become the top merchandise sellers for bandai namco in 2022 crazy but i totally believe it (laughs) i totally do uh all right let me see if this would be the last last one from the feed oh yeah there's a um there's a creed anime that premiered with the movie over in japan barely better eye at that because i mean it's japan Special like that. Uh, A new rumor suggests Cyberpunk 2077's big DLC is releasing very soon. Let's hope so. Um, This is reported on by comicbook.com. Cyberpunk 2077's Phantom Liberty DLC will reportedly be releasing very soon. Cyberpunk 2077 is a game that was, at least at one time, quite controversial. Very true. After knocking and out of the park with The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Fans were incredibly ex- excited to see what CD Project Red could do with the game set in the future with guns, cars, and an excess of crime. Uh, as the game got closer to release, lots of big promises were made, audiences were hyped, I definitely was hyped, uh, out of their minds, and it was perceived as a game that could be a total game changer. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, it was pretty disastrous. While some of that could be chalked up to people's expectations being unrealistic, sure, yeah, a bit. I'm, I I could take the blame for that. Uh, the game launched in a very buggy way, which led to retailers offering refunds in masses, especially on the consoles. Uh, the game being removed from the PlayStation Store for a while and months of other major patches. Uh, thankfully, the game is better now. Way, way better now. Still not perfect. It's still... A glitchy mess but it's way better now um, uh, while some still think it's quite still think it's qu- quite what was promised, it is a solid functioning game uh, the studio has been chipping away at a big DLC for the game known as the Phantom Liberty for some time now and officially announced it at the game awards now it looks like it could released very soon according to Polish podcaster oh I'm not even going to try to say his name uh also known as Rock yeah let's let's go with that and Boris Night yeah I'm not even through that Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty could release in June or July ooh uh it, ha- it has already been confirmed that more info on the DLC would be shared at Summer Games Fest in June okay okay Uh, But Boris noted that CDPR has been targeting June for a while And that sources told him that it would be released in a month after the date was revealed Oh, Like okay, it sounds good. I would love it. I I would love to play this like as soon as possible But given their history with the game Take your time (laughs) Put it out when it's ready <laughs> you know, this, let's let's just put it out when it's ready, and we'll we'll go from there. Actually, this might not be on the feed. It might be. It might be way up there right now since all the other video game stuff has uh, been released out. But Overwatch 2 scrapped the single player campaign that was pretty much the entire reason to have a Overwatch 2. And I was because I was getting ready for it. I was pretty hyped. I was like yes more single-player I I mean, I like overwatch, but I've been playing it since 2017 It's like what else do you really want me to do on that? (laughs) And so i like I downloaded battle pass. I installed battle pass again um, Which went back into some overwatch for a little bit like anticipating the um you know the 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 PvE stuff that they have coming in and like the next day that that news broke that uh, overwatch was they were they were just scrapping the uh, the single-player for it and and even worse like they knew about this like probably like since last year that they were gonna scrap it but they just went on ahead <laughs> with business like letting letting all of us believe that we're going to have like a single player or like PVE content garbage you know Blizzard, Activision Blizzard is, is kind of like become like uh, a new EA <laughs> almost and it's, it's just sad man it's just uh, and, and I totally see why Bungie just said yeah we're out we're, we're going to do our own thing you know um but yeah it's tragic it's sad i was i, I was just disappointed it's person was just disappointed it's been a disappointing kind of year oh and also yes ray stevenson passed away ah oh, that which was a he was my favorite punisher but that movie i mean the movie was okay he was he was most definitely the best part of that movie and i don't know why they didn't just like to use him to kind of like push the franchise make it a franchise like get a better writer get a better director but he is the punisher but you know they moved on and now um uh it's uh my guy uh with the you know the netflix uh punisher series with um oh my god i'm blanking on his name now but he was he was um shane in uh walking dead and uh, to, to a hell of an actor, too. Like, I, I like his rendition of it, too. But Ray Stevenson was, I loved him as Punisher in that movie. And he passed away, I think he was only 58 or something like that. And yeah, it's just been, it's been, it's been a crazy, crazy week. Um, so yeah, rest in peace to Ray Stevenson. Um, hell of an actor. He was in, um, he was in the, the, uh, Thor movies as well as, uh, one of, uh, Thor's, like, uh, you know i don't know companions or like one is a team of viking warriors and, and things like that but um yeah man god ray stevenson rest in peace man uh, i love that movie i I even, <laughs> I even stole the blu-ray from um from netflix i believe is it was a netflix no it wasn't netflix it was um oh it was that game that place that was like the netflix for games basically uh you like order games on there or you rent the games on there play it send it back through the mail and they'll send you another one i can't remember the name of it but yeah, yeah i kind of they started doing movies too and so i was just like yeah i would order a bunch of stuff and then like yeah them didn't pay the next month i know i'm i'm terrible it's probably the karma from from just dumb stuff like that that i'm that i'm getting right now but um yeah that's yeah i think that's yeah let's let's just end it on that so that is the uh pop culture feed uh everything that uh i was shown here is on the uh, discord for uh, max books publishing just simply uh, uh click on the link in, uh, in the in descriptions below in the podcast uh or on the youtube channel if you're watching this and uh or yeah and uh you know join Join the uh, MaxBooks Publishing Discord and come down to the Maniacal Books Hub, and uh, you'll see it right there uh, on the pop culture feed. This is there's like news like that and all kinds of things. Anything to do with uh, pop culture is all listed right here. You can spend you can spend hours going through here, reading articles, watching videos. Really good feed, really fun, and uh, I think you'll enjoy it. So um, yeah, check us out there. And uh, now let's go to the sports feed i just so you'll find great stuff like this on here i just opened up the sports feed and there's uh i believe that's adam bomb and tatanka (laughs) about to do the uh like the 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 knuckle uh tie up it's old old school wrestling this uh being reported on by uh the wrestling observer i'm not sure why that's there (laughs) okay i have to click on this now it's like what is this uh yeah okay i don't know why that's there but yeah you'll find great stuff like that in the sports feed uh all right what else we got all right so now um as we stand now uh the nuggets have swept the lakers just swept them crazy and uh wait hold on Let's back, up some more, back up some more so now the uh, nuggets are uh going to be in the uh the finals this year so now we're just waiting for boston and miami let hold on let me see if so okay yeah so we know the nuggets are in the finals so now we're just waiting on the heat and the celtics it looks like celtics won uh last night to uh, bring the series to 3-1 so i just i have no doubt uh, jimmy buck is going to get it done I, just, I mean nobody's come back from a 3-0 deficit i maybe Maybe Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Al Horford, Marcus Smart, and the crew. Maybe, maybe they could bring them back into it. I mean, they they go on these defensive stretches. The the Celtics do. They go on these defensive stretches that is like mind boggling. With um uh, uh, Richard Williams, I think is his name, the the center there, who is the hell that he if he's not all defense or second team all defense. Uh, this year he he definitely will be pretty soon he's a he's a hell of a player hell of a defender but yeah i mean boston goes on these defensive stretches that like annoy me that's <laughs> one of the reasons i can't stand the celtics but <clears throat> if any team could do it i mean yeah i mean it's it could be them but i just, yeah i doubt it 3-0 nobody comes back 3-0 to get to the, the to get to the finals um it was reported on by a wrestling observer uh, goldberg suffers head wound in farming accident <laughs> it looks pretty damn gnarly that's for sure um wwe hall of famer goldberg was, is okay after busting his head open during an accident on his farm that's it. goldberg definitely has a farm i totally see that uh, on social media tuesday goldberg shared photos of his head bleeding Following a tractor mishap. A representative for Goldberg told TMZ Sports that Goldberg was doing work on his farm in Texas when he knocked his head on his tractor, which opened up a big gash near his forehead. And that's that is the most color Goldberg has ever gotten. <laughs> if he could do this in a match, it would be it'd be at least a four star match, but Yeah, I don't think that's yet to be seen that. There's a lot of, like, uh, Kyrie trying to... All right, this is from uh, NBA on ESPN. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny uh, tweet here where uh, I guess Rob Polink is uh, quoted as saying that's a, a high priority to keep our core players together. And uh, Cal Kuzma responding in kind on Twitter with, uh, I've heard that before, and four crying laughing emojis. As he's now on uh, my Washington Wizards team uh, yeah it's pretty uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny yeah there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of back and forth going on with uh, AEW and CM Punk <clears throat> I'm not sh- uh, apparently uh, CM Punk and uh, what, what are those guys named the tag team um it uh, was it Nick and Matt uh, Jackson uh, had some kind of incident backstage a little while ago that split the locker room up and <laughs> so now uh tony khan is trying to like create a whole new show in order to get uh cm punk back but yeah that's i don't know that's pretty wild like the the it's crazy nowadays the most interesting thing in wrestling is all the stuff that happens like uh backstage you know Okay, uh, Sabu named Special Enforcer at AEW a Double or Nothing match. Okay, it's reported on by Wrestling Observer. God, Sabu's still out here, huh? Alright. Sabu made his AEW debut on uh, this past Wednesday night's Dynamite. That was named Special Enforcer for the Chris Jericho versus Adam Cole match at Double or Nothing. Oh man, he's talking about a throwback yeah I remember he had classic classic matches back in um, ECW days back in the back in the 90s so yeah that's wow I can't believe I can't believe they got Sabu out there all right nice call back um, oh okay okay last one from the sports V Dana White is ready to start talking with Tyson Fury if you want to test himself in UFC versus John Jones uh, Stop. Oh damn, okay. <laughs> it's reported on by MMA Junkie, uh on Twitter. Uh no, okay, get out of here. Although they don't always see eye to eye, John Jones has been the the backing of his promoter, UFC President Dana White, and his beef with uh, Tyson Fury. The two heavyweight combat sports stars collided on social media recently, with the two engaging in a lengthy back and forth. The feud was sparked after UFC commentator. Commentator and comedian Joe Rogan said that Jones, without a doubt, would beat Fury in a street fight, something that didn't sit well with the boxing champion. Now, a few days removed, White has given his two cents on the trauma. Uh, John Jones is the baddest dude on the planet, White said in an interview with Bro Bible. Pro Bible, anyway. But yeah, I mean, what else is he supposed to say, right? Uh, there's no debate that there's no denying it. Yeah, there's no debate. I don't care what anybody says or how they try to spin it. A lot of this stuff is clickbait. You know who I am. If Tyson Fury really wants to fight John Jones in the UFC, I will make it happen. What? I'm doubling down on it. Uh, here's my thing. Right now, Tyson, if you're serious, let me know. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, Tyson and I have... A good relationship. I like Tyson Fury when asked who would win in the fight. White didn't make a pick uh, after all. Talk is cheap, which almost is always the case with any mention of the UFC getting involved with a crossover fight. Uh, I would that I, I guess, yeah, that would sell. I guess that would definitely sell. Um, I don't like. I don't know if John Jones has to reach <laughs> like how how do you get under Tyson fury's reach um but I guess when you bring the kicks in because you know tight ty- uh John Jones Johnny bones can like start kicking uh, going for the legs and stuff like that and then I guess that'll probably open up for that like back that back elbow spin that he he loves to do always knocking people out with but yeah that that I mean that's a crazy fight that's now that's money I think that would draw. That's a draw. That that would definitely draw. But, um, yeah, there we go. There we go for the uh, the sports feed uh, that you can find right on um, Max Books Publishing uh, Discord channel. Uh, once again, uh, you can join the uh, the Discord by clicking on one of the links uh, in the description below. Uh, and on whether you're uh, on a podcast or watching this on YouTube, and uh, all you would do is just join the Discord join the discord disco just join the discord come down to Monaco books hub and uh just, just, you go you can uh, click on the sports feed and you'll get just walls and walls of good uh sports info from from nfl usfl uh nba wnba uh wrestling wwe AEW, new japan all that good stuff is all that information and uh entertainment is listed right here okay so there we go with the uh, with the uh, discord feeds and so now let's run a quick little ad and I will be right back with the reviews Hello, I'm Alex Mack, uh, author, founder, and owner of Maxbooks Publishing. I have a very special announcement to make. I can't believe it's finally here, but we actually have our very first official release called We're the Boys. Yeah, so this is a a warm and wholesome uh, children's book about the importance of family and the importance of being brave. But uh, not only that, at the end of it, it's actually a full-on activity book with tic-tac-toe and uh, crossword puzzles, even a pop quiz in there. And as you see, it's a full-color storybook, and yeah, it is actually available now. Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Books-A-Million, and Amazon Kindle. And stay tuned to MacBooks Pubs on all socials for any new announcements or upcoming releases. Greetings, folks. Alex Mack from Monaco Books Weekly here. Have you caught an episode of the podcast? And did you actually enjoy an episode? Then become a supporter. For as little as 99 cents a month, your contribution goes a long way in helping the production of the show as well as help generate content every week. And don't forget to catch us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Radio Republic, and Stitcher. Okay, we are back, and uh, now let's get on to the review portion of the podcast. Um, and uh, note: remember, you can always view the video versions uh, of these reviews by going onto YouTube and searching for Maniacal Tube, which is the uh, YouTube channel for Maniacal Books. And uh, once you're there, just subscribe to the channel uh, and hit like, and uh, you know, leave drop a comment or two. Let me know what you think. Uh, that really help us out. And uh so here we go. Let's uh, just going into the review. We travel the spaceways by Victor Lavelle. Yeah, so this is a short story uh, that you can find in the Black Stars uh, collection of uh, kind of like you know Afrocentric uh, science fiction uh, kind of tales and stories. Uh, this is written by Le uh, Victor Lavelle. Once again, one of my favorite uh, working uh, authors right now. Uh, he is, you know, kind of like a, a <clears throat> African American author that works in like science fiction and horror, uh, something that is uh, pretty near and dear to me, of course. You know, as an African American author of science fiction and horror myself, but. Um, <clears throat> yeah, this was a this was an interesting interesting uh quick little read. It's uh kind of uh, exclusively uh, the audio book is exclusively on, on Audible. That's kind of like where where I, I uh, heard it from here. So um, all right, let's hop into the review. So what's it about? Uh, the main protagonist uh, named Grimace, uh, I believe, uh, is a bum in New York City, and is ordered by otherworldly voices to burn black churches. And is egged on by his bag of uh, empty trash cans that he just happened to find on the street Uh, eventually he runs into a a trans woman uh, who he then kind of falls uh, in love with uh, very quickly Uh, he then becomes wanted by the police uh, for you know uh, for the arsons or the the voices that he's been hearing may not entirely be uh, in his head and the woman he fell for um, Maybe harboring uh, more secrets than uh, other than uh, just being trans. So, uh, what do I like about it? Uh, it's uh, it's a story about a uh, mentally ill or possibly mentally ill uh, vagrant in New York City that is uh, egged on to burn black churches and mosques by uh, voices in his head. For something that uh, comes off uh, that. Kind of twisted and sorted uh, it's actually written pretty funny there's just like a couple of like really good uh, laughs good chuckles in it it's a short story so it's uh you get into it and uh you know get into the 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 story pretty quickly and uh, get out of it uh, and victor lavelle on both accounts is kind of like an expert uh author so like he's, he's really good at uh, both of that you know right writing stuff that's really well and he can put humor into like really kind of dark subjects and in um like getting in getting the story getting the characters getting the conflict and uh not getting out pretty quickly that was so that was a uh, pretty cool yeah that was, i mean that was the good <laughs> what i don't like about it however um I, there is a lot of anti-religious uh subtext to it like the whole premise of the story is uh you know voices telling him to burn burn the churches uh you know and in a way of kind of clearing the noise of like the collective black consciousness is what i'm uh kind of uh reading from this and um uh it's more like uh you know in order for us to kind of push through our uh you know our like issues and conflicts right on us on a social scale uh and economic too basically uh you know we have to we, we have this uh interference that's clouding our clouding our mind uh clouding everything uh coming from from the church it's, it's basically it's the church's fault and so we have to get rid of the churches in order for us to be our like best self our, our better self it's uh i mean it's it's a thought it's it's an idea I guess. Um, not something I, I definitely don't agree with it, but it's I mean it's it's an idea. It's it's something to, to kinda like write about and put out there. Um and and I like his like his take on it is this kinda like very kinda out there kind of like science fiction y kind of like thing. very it's this kinda like a Twilight Zone episode. So it's kinda it's kinda goofy, it's kinda hand fisted but um but I, that's that's definitely what he's he's trying to say here is that like you know a lot of the problems that we as a as a people basically have is from like the churches the mosque you know just like the, putting too much interference in in our minds or something like that so I mean that's 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 his thoughts that's that's an idea that's his thoughts I'm not sure I mean of course it's a story so I'm not sure if he like actually feels that way but i would i would imagine so because that's like he's writing a story about that so i mean there's that which I, again i disagree with but i mean hey it's, it's 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 his opinion it's his story right um the other thing i, I didn't like about it that much was uh the relationship like like the relationship seemed very kind of like it, it seemed very just kind of like spliced in because this is it's a story in uh, new york city in like the modern time so we have to have you know that kind of thing because it, it came out of left field and it's like we didn't really the story didn't really need that really but um but if we're going to have a like a sci-fi story about um voices from outer space uh, telling someone to burn the churches of course you want to have like uh, you know an lgbtq uh, you know character in here Um, it just kind of it seems very kind of by the numbers uh, contemporary (laughs) very contemporary uh, leftist kind of a sci-fi story really um, and I don't know. It's it felt it felt kind of tropey. Like it's is you know that it felt to me it was kind of like an eye rolly kind of thing of just like ah okay yeah okay there we go. And I, I don't like that because it's it almost seems like it's a crutch to kind of put uh like you know one of the one of those characters in here and that be like their defining <laughs> characteristic. It's not that they're like an interesting character, or there's like something like going on with them that uh, kind of propels the story forward, or anything like that. It's just that nope, LGBT LGBTQ character here. So, but again, it's a short story. Uh, it was again, it was, it had its entertaining moments. Um, it was, it was pretty, kind of pretty funny to be like a twisted kind of story that it is quick easy uh listen to for me uh on the way to work and and back and yeah that's that's kind of what it was um yeah two out of five uh we travel the spaceways by victor lavelle Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Uh, This came out uh, this year, actually, Um, and it's starring uh, Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, Justice Smith, uh, and Hugh Grant. Uh, So, what's it about? Uh, There are Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez have been uh, locked up uh, for uh, like a failed heist for some uh, some MacGuffin, Uh, you know that. that uh, chris pine has been after uh which i well i don't want to probably shouldn't say just to like not spoil it or anything but um it's it's 100% the MacGuffin that pushes the story along that like all the characters are are after and and sought after and things like that um and you know they go on uh they go on a, a quest to uh get chris pine's um daughter also uh who was uh, taken by uh, Hugh Grant <clears throat> who was a friend of theirs uh, after the heist went bad and they got arrested and so you know they they find a way out of jail and they try to go find uh, both uh, Chris Pine's daughter and the the magical object the MacGuffin and yeah hijinks ensues <laughs> so that's that's the entire movie basically um, without spoiling anything that is uh, <clears throat> so what I like about it actually it's this this is now I know the last Dungeons and Dragons movie we got was just garbage it was complete just garbage I think it came out is like, like late 90s or early 2000s um it had Marlon Wayans in it had Jeremy Irons in it don't don't watch it though it's it's not good so I, I have very low um, expectations coming into Coming into this one, oh, uh, and I, I streamed this on Paramount Plus. That's right, I forgot to mention. I streamed it on Paramount Plus, and it was actually this is actually surprisingly a very good movie. <laughs> this is it's a very good, um, very fun movie. Had a ball with it. Uh, the writing in this is like the best part of the movie. Like the script is okay. The script is in itself like the plot is very very much by the numbers it is a very by the numbers plot but the dialogue in this is like really fun really funny like I, I throughout the entire movie I was kind of like chuckling and cracking up at it I did have a corona or two when I was watching it but like still it was just um no nah, it was a really with the dialogue in this is really good there's a sequence in there where they're um, they go to a graveyard like it it was actually like very funny a very fun movie it was not expect again i was not expecting this to be like good at all i was just kind of sitting down on a friday night just to watch something and yeah it was really good i just like damn i would i would have went to the movies to see this actually um i another thing i liked in this uh the bradley cooper cameo in this was was insane again the writing in this is like like just stellar like the dia- the dialogue in this was written just chef's kiss you know um yeah and just seeing Brad- cause it took a minute because um, I I guess Bradley Cooper's kind of like a a halfling I guess you we call them in uh, Dungeons and Dragons lore so um <coughs> when he first came on screen I was just looking like is that wait is that that is a Bradley Cooper is it <laughs> you know, and like, ah, oh, damn, yeah, that's I was said this Bradley Cooper, and he had the, that just a very bit part came in really quick, um, and yeah, it was, it was surprisingly good. Like, it was funny, but it was also kind of like very poignant, pretty dramatic screen, um, screen, pretty uh, dramatic scene, and yeah, it was again had was not expecting this to be good at all, but yeah, I, it's, it's it shocked me one of the things i really liked about this is um it's i'll just say a fat dragon like yeah ag- again the writing in this movie was was just impeccable you know they they uh trying to find another uh, magical object to help them along with the quest and of course it's dungeons and dragons so you got to have a dungeon crawl right and when you're in the dungeon and you finally find your thing well of course what has to pop up but a dragon but they subverted that into like <laughs> this kind of like fat dragon which was hilarious again you you have to see it i, I don't want to spoil the thing just watch it this movie is actually really good I, I highly suggest watching it um if you're into fantasy at all if you're if you're into Dungeons and Dragons at all, it don't matter. Um, if you're a Chris Pine fan or not, don't matter. Just it's a it's a fun little movie you could put on uh, with the family or whatever. And yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, the what I don't like about it, my own my like only complaint, my singular complaint with this would be that it the end the the third act in this it really kind of does drag, and it's there's a couple of times where it could just wrap up. You know, and it's it does start to kinda outweigh his welcome, but r- right when right when you're kinda like, okay, you know, all right, let's let's go, it it, it ends. It, it actually wraps up. Um so that's my only complaint. It does go on that's a little bit too too far, but um that's my only complaint. Like that's other than that, pretty damn good movie. Like it's it's actually pretty good. I, I definitely, definitely uh recommend watching it. Okay, my author's introspection on this one, and this is just, um, you know, as kind of like my um, my take on it, looking at it from like a creative view or uh, like a, a author's point of view. Somebody who like writes stories and stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, so this is uh, this movie is a shining. Exa- I've been talking about the writing, right? And this movie is a shining example on uh, why the writer strike that's going on right now in Hollywood is so important. Um, and uh, so many writers uh, that get looked over for the more like uh, bombastic aspects of film projection like uh, but uh, you can argue that the, the main foundation of every book um, every TV show, every movie, it's like every song is like the writing right like that's the, the main part of it uh, and so you know it's uh, normally the, the guy that's uh, sitting in front of a word document at four in the morning, trying to find find the right uh, snappy dialogue that uh, the the main lead uh, fires off at the, uh, the 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 main love interest <clears throat> at the right point of the the story. Uh, usually, he gets looked over and, and uh, overlooked by the the director, the the leading actor, and you know the even the producers like a lot, you know right, but. And yeah, I, I can get a bit defensive about that, uh, being somebody who uh, is a writer or somebody who's uh, trying to write something, uh, you know, great, something poignant. Um, because there's, there's, a lot of times the unsung heroes of uh, like the film production, especially, uh, are the writers, you know, like, uh, you know, a director will come in and just rearrange a whole scene or like rearrange like... Or, or take whole characters out, or like redo like a character's motivations and <clears throat> lines of dialogue and things like that. You know, they kind of like more so fit their vision and not necessarily serve the story. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, and yes, I mean, with that, I, I do think writers deserve way more compensation. That's why I'm, I'm like, I'm right there with them in spirit. I'm, I'm nowhere near on a level or anything to even like get near like a picket line or anything like that but you know when it comes to like the unsung heroes the the guys that's looked over you know the 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 ones that don't get any any credit or a lot of the credit I, i often find myself kind of on that side with them so um yeah i have a i have a very big soft spot for like script writers and and things like that and um yeah if if i was right there i'd be right on the picket line with them and and again movies like this like the the humor of of the dialogue like and uh you know someone putting like uh, having a fat dragon right there at like where like the regular trope would say it'd be like this huge you know terrifying threatening dragon that like brings the party to its wits and almost has them done until like the wizard does the right spell at the right time and makes everyone disappear but you know to have that some writer again who was sitting at a word document like three four in the morning was like you know what no let's let's do let's do this let's change it up let's do it this way and yeah that's you know more more, more shine more respect more compensation to the writers there we go uh, Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves four out of five excellent movie excellent writing definitely recommend show for the week uh thank you for hanging with me if you made it this far uh again uh you can catch um what am i doing maniacal books weekly God, sorry i'm so tired uh on uh every everywhere you can find podcasts and uh check us out on youtube just search for maniacal tube on youtube uh stop by subscribe to the channel uh, like some of the videos and uh we will catch you on the next one see you next week Peace.